I'm Madison. And I'm Emily. This this is the Hockey Trash Cast. Woo! Uh, fair warning, this is definitely turning into the Fuck Magic Shane show. And it's what he deserves. It is. Let's, uh... Let's let's get the full the full Matt Duchesne story. So we'll start with the the pregame. So pregame, NHL writes a little article for us. They're like, "Hey, Matt Duchesne is going to return to Colorado for the first time." Literally, the like sub headline of this article is quote It's going to be weird against Avalanche at Pepsi Center for first time since trade to Ottawa. It's not going to be weird, Matt. It's going to be openly hostile. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about this whole like pregame situation to me was that I well, I don't know where they came from, but like all of a sudden, all these like Avalanche fans were like, "Everyone needs to be nice to Matt Duchesne. He did a lot for us here, and he had some quote where he was like, "I gave it my all when oh, yeah. I was there," and I was like. I sent that to my friends, and we were so angry, because we were like, you foamed it in for two years. Don't lie. Yeah, we've got, in in this pregame article, we've got, people have got to understand, I gave everything I had when I was there. If I just play out my two years and don't say anything, there's a much different return, obviously. And that was something I talked to Joe about. I said that, I don't want to leave you high and dry here if I move on. That was the original conversation. When the guy asks for a trade, the guy looks like the villain. But it was a process for the both of us where we worked through it. But I think Joe knew it was probably best for me to move on. I'm grateful for him for that. Like, yeah, we knew it was time for you to move on because you were fucking locker room cancer and you were dragging the team down. He was being, like, literally such an asshole. And the thing is, people keep being like, oh, that's just rumors. Like, you don't know if he was locker room cancer. And I'm like, but we do because the whole team, like, immediately after he left, we're like, yeah, it's nice to only have people that want to be here now. I mean, Eric Johnson... EJ throwing some fucking shade talking about how all the guys in the room, like, it was a rough year that one season, but, like, they all really wanted to be there, and they worked through it. And he literally said, all the character guys stuck through it. And I was like... That is what he said. He did not fuck around. That's hella shady, especially for a hockey player, because, like, hockey is... You're just, you're not supposed to have thoughts and feelings. No. Feelings are, I'm happy we won, I'm sad we lost. Correct. That's it. Those are the only hockey feelings. I guess you're allowed to have anger if someone, like, does something on the ice that you don't like. Um, That's it. That's it. But, yeah, he did not hold back. So much shade. We all knew that EJ was a shady bitch. Like, we all knew that. I could feel it. And now we have proof. But also, I mean, the way the team just, like, they all cite that Sweden trip as, like, when they became a really solid team together. I mean, it's That's so clear. That's when I started, started clicking like they do after Duchesne was gone. Exactly. Like, him leaving is the reason we have the MGM line. And, like, honestly, like, I joked all last season, because everyone was like, oh, McKinnon for heart, which he deserved. But... <laughs> I was like, 
Really, the team MVP is Matt Duchesne for leaving because we got good after he left. Like, that was the key to us being a good team. It's real. It's real. The best thing he ever did for our team was leave. 100%. He is, like, it's that, there's that post floating around of people's group chat where it's like, yeah, Matt Duchesne is like the boyfriend who left when things got rough because he thought he could do better and now he sees how good he has it and wants to come back. Yes, yes, I've seen that, and it's so accurate, it's so accurate. I mean, it is, honestly, like, the thing that made me be, like, because, to be honest, Matt Duchesne used to be one of my favorite players, and, like, objectively speaking, he's a good player still, I guess, but the... I think he's one of the point leaders for them. Oh, he has to be, because they have no other players. He has, like, eight gold or something. Yeah. Some rookies would be some things. Yeah, but he said that quote, like, right when he left about, I'm excited to play playoff hockey, and that's unforgivable. Because that's just blatant shade on his part, and it's not like he wasn't shading the team for, like, a very long time leading up to that, so. I mean, he... I don't know if it's real, but he's got, in this pregame article, he's got a quote, I've really enjoyed the season so far. This locker room is outstanding. We get along so well. Everyone's doing stuff together all the time. It's everything that we wanted to change and has kind of come to fruition. I think I found what I was looking for. When I left, I was looking to get back to feeling like myself. It was one of those situations where I just needed a change. So, like, I don't actually know if the Ottawa locker room is less of a dumpster fire than it was last season. I would hope so. They got rid of Hoffman, so... Like, I I hope for Ottawa's sake that their organization is going to be less of just an absolute clusterfuck. But also if they could wait a year to get their shit together so they could be the worst team in the league. That'd be great. Yeah, I would appreciate that as well. Although, also, I did see someone was like, honestly, if the trade had just been Matt Duchesne for Sam Girard, we still would have won the trade. Which is a true statement. So, I mean, I want to milk it for all it's worth, but, like, that's a good point. Like, Sam Girard alone was such a big part of our team last year. And... Colin Wilson, like, he was hurt a bunch last season. He's great. He's been great. He's great. I mean... He was one of, like, three players on our team with any sort of playoff experience last year, so that was huge. Absolutely. And he used to play for the... Like, coming from the Predators as... I mean, Sam Gerrard played for the Predators for, like, not even a full season. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, Colin Wilson had, like, experience with the Predators, so, like, him knowing the playing style of the team we were playing in the playoffs, I think, was also very helpful. So, I mean, that's that's pregame. Everyone was saying, as Avs fans, we should be nice to Matt Duchesne, and I was like, honestly, I disagree. Like, Avs fans, you are entitled to your opinion, but the official stance of this podcast is, you're wrong. Fuck Matt Duchesne is the official stance of this podcast. And they were like, oh, don't boo him. Be classy. He did a lot for Denver. And I'm like, I mean, if I met Matt Duchesne on the street, I'm not gonna, like, harass him. I'm not an asshole. That would be mean. But, like, when he's on the ice... 
You yeah. better believe. Pepsi Center playing for someone else. You better believe that I am looking for someone to just like knock him over. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he came out and he scored two goals in like the first period. Oh, I can't believe we let him get on Hattie Watch. I would have died. I was so afraid. I would have thrown myself out a window. Like, I cannot. Honestly, same. I was so concerned, but the Avalanche rallied and won the game, which we can talk more about later, but... Today, we succeeded in wrecking him, both physically and emotionally. Get wrecked, Matthew Shane. Well, what really uh, intrigues me is... After the game, he said in a quote, this is from the Ottawa Citizen, I will never cut ties here. Denver will always be a home for me, and I could definitely see myself coming back here one day. Whether it's to play or to retire here, it's definitely in the realm of possibilities. Absolutely. Okay, Matt, we get it. Like, we're winning now. Yeah, that's really why he wants to come back. But he has another in the NHL post-game article, Scott... It was the hardest thing I've ever done leaving here. It was something that I never wanted to do. It was something I felt I had to do. Sometimes that's life and that's the business. You wanted to leave. We all know. You were very clear about that. Yeah. If he had really liked the team, he wouldn't have left after one bad season. Like, yes, it was a spectacularly bad season. But it was one bad season. And you notice that no one else requested trades after that. Like, I'm pretty sure the rest of the guys were, like, concerned that they were going to get traded after that season. I know there were trade talk, like, trade rumors about Gabe. Gabe literally has a quote from that time where he was like, because, I mean, people were really coming for Gabe in that era. There was, like, trade Gabe, don't trade Matt, strip him of the sea, he's not a good captain, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I mean, I know there's trade rumors about me, but I hope I don't get traded. And, like, that shows real dedication to the team, which is also why he's a great captain. And Matt Duchesne is busy being a dick and being like, trade me. I'm not the star of the team anymore. I honestly think that's it. I I do, too. like, wow, no one loves me as much anymore because now we have McKinnon and now we have, like, Gabe is the shiny face, and Nate is gonna be something, and now no one cares about me. I think he was able to handle Gabe, but then I think something about McKinnon just he couldn't take. I think it was because McKinnon came in a better player. He's like, well, fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Duchesne is not a bad hockey player. No, I just think he's a douche. Yeah. Like, if he were still on the team, I'm sure he would be contributing for us, but like... He's an asshole, and I don't want him here. No. And I can't... The the fact that he even thinks it's a possibility that he could come back here and play, it's, like, not as long as, like, any of the star players from when you were playing here are here, because, like, they'd lose it. Like, Eric Johnson could not play on a team with Matt Duchesne again. Like, he would do it, because he'd be, like, it's his job. But, like... He would, you know he would put Matt into the boards every day at practice. He'd be so pissed. And, like, I know Gabe, like, must be on semi-good terms with Matt Duchesne because their wives are, like, really good friends. But, like, 
I can't imagine, like, there wasn't at least some tension between, like, Matt being like, I want to get traded, and Gabe trying, like, desperately to hope he doesn't get traded. Like, there's no way there wasn't tension there. Seriously. Even if they are still friends, like, I don't feel like he would do... I feel like do... professional relationship has to be trash. Exactly. Like, not friends, as co-workers, like, Matt behaved very poorly. And I feel like that goes for the whole team. Like, whether or not they actually, like, dislike him outside of games or, like, are nice to him or even friends, like, I can't imagine they'd want to play with him again. Yeah. Like, on the avalanche. Yeah, it would ruin team chemistry. I'm sure, you know, Team Canada at, you know, World Championships, people might be really excited to play with him again. But, like, even if they're friends with him in real life, bringing him back into our locker room would be suicide. Like, Absolutely. So bad. Yeah, I just thought that was rich. I mean, he can retire here. Like, I don't really care what yeah. he does with his life. Like I said, if I run into him on the street, I'm not going to be a dick. I'll be like, oh, it's Matthew Shane. That's cool. Like, I can't even, like, I'm not an asshole. But, like, oh, his once an av, always an av tweet got me so riled up. Oh, it's I do. That, that works, like, I'll give you once an av, always an av for some of the, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s guys who got traded when the salary cap era started. But, like, that's it. Yes. Or, like, you won the Stanley Cup with the team, and so you, like, still feel tied to that team. Like, that's fair. Totally here for that. You get traded, and it's not something that you asked for. Also understandable. Like, any of that. Like, but what, like, that just made me so angry, because I was like, you literally asked to be traded, and now you're being like, oh, I'm still an av. It's like, no, you're a senator, because you didn't want to be an avalanche player anymore. And then, like, I got angry about it, and people were like, um, he's still an avalanche to real av fans, and I was like, He's not. Like, he's literally wearing a different jersey. Like, I don't understand where the controversy here is. Like, look. Peter Forsberg, always an ab. I don't care that he played for other teams. Always Agreed. an ab. Agreed. Matthew Shane, not always an ab. No. Sorry. No. Not we after the... two cups with us and we'll talk. But No. <laughs> Win one cup with us, and, like, maybe. But, like, not be such a dick. Ugh. I just think it's wild how people are willing to, like, overlook how rude he was towards the team. I mean, he, like, there's the infamous photo of, like, his promo shot before, like, on media day, where he he's so vividly not interested in being there. It's, like... Now you have the audacity to be like, oh, I see that you're doing well since I left. Uh, Want to get back together? Like, like he is the human equivalent of a like drunk 3 a.m. I miss you. Let's get back together. We never should have broken up text. Correct. Yes, that's that's it. This is the hockey equivalent of that. And 
You need to get fucked. I just, like, I, I get it. I used to love Matthew Shane. I found this summer in my Facebook memories some posts I made about, like, so excited for Matthew Shane. Like, hashtag posts that haven't aged well. But, like, I was so into him. And, like, I was really excited to watch him when he went to the All-Star game. And But, like, no. I'm pretty sure I, like, went out of my way to vote him for the All-Star game. But, like, if he played for a team I cared about, I probably wouldn't hate him. But I'm always going to harbor negative feelings towards the fact that the way he treated the team was so, so shitty. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, if he went to Vegas, I wouldn't start hating Vegas. But, like, I just, like, I, I'm not going to like him again. I just, no. I can't. I respect his skill, but I just don't like him. Speaking of, I respect his skill, and I just don't like him. Yeah, fuck Connor McDavid. <laughs> fuck off, McDavid, part two. This time brought to you by the one and only Sidney Crosby, who... Icon status. I honestly, like, I don't know if this is true. It probably isn't. But, like, in my head, Sidney Crosby is this, like, supervillain who plans everything out, like, far in advance. And I like to think that he was like, I'm not going to score any goals until I play Connor McDavid. And then I'm going to get my first goal and my... Okay, he couldn't have planned the second overtime goal. But, like... But, like, he... Totally played, like, I'm going to score the most outrageous, like, laws of physics defying, <laughs> insane goal. Just to be like, what's that, McDavid? You're the best player in the league? I think the fuck not. That second overtime goal, like... Shit. The best part about it is that, like, okay, first of all, I mean, it's just insane. Like, if you haven't seen it, you have to go look it up, because it's... It's, like, it literally defies laws of physics. I don't understand this. I am saying this as an engineer. I don't <laughs> understand how that happened. There's, like, it's so complicated. It's so good. It's so skilled, like, prime evidence that he's the best player in the league and will be. But McDavid's, like, on the ice. Like, he's, like, right there. It's right in front of his face. And he's just like, oh, now we won the game. It's so iconic. As Steve Dangle said, the whole, has Sid passed the torch? Followed by Sidney Crosby removing the heart of his opponent and eating it is so correct. So correct. Like, look, we've had this discussion before. McDavid is a great player. He's so fast. Like, he is good. Nate might be close, but I don't know if anyone else can touch his speed. No. Like, he's super fast. He's skilled. Like, he's got solid puck skills, mm-hmm. but, like, he's not Sidney Crosby. No. And the other thing is, like, Sidney Crosby's great. Obviously, there's no question if I think he's great, but he, like, isn't innately. Just like super fast or anything like spectacular, he just works really fucking hard and gets really good at things. Like he, he works harder than God. Like yeah, no one else works that hard at anything. 
He literally, he works so hard. I mean, he's had some really great backhands this season, and someone was like, people don't really do backhands that much in the NHL, and he's had two in one week that are spectacular. They were like, I, and they're both from like a similar angle, and someone was like, no one takes that shot. Like, that's not a common shot that people take, and you know he must have just sat there, watched a bunch of tape, and been like, oh, people aren't doing this. I'm going to get really good at it. I mean, the angle, he's practically at the blue line making those shots. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, that's some bend it like Beckham shit. I don't know how that's happening. It's absurd. I mean, it's, yeah, it's wild. Like, I keep, he keeps making those shots. I mean, the first time I saw it, I was like, there's no way that would have gone in. But it does! I watched some of those videos three or four times just to figure out, like, did he, was he really standing where I thought he was when he hit the puck? Like, how? I, I don't understand. He's so, so talented. Also, everyone who was like, oh, he's, like, I thought he had a slow start to the season, which is, like, fair, because he did. As long as it's taken him since he got to the NHL to get a goal. Yeah, like, that was, like, worth noting. But everyone who, like... I think he had an assist in, like, every game. Yeah, it's not like he suddenly, like, sucked. It wasn't like he was bringing his team down. But as soon as, like, he didn't have a bunch of goals, people were like, I think this is it. This is the end. Sid's washed up now. It's, I just, I'm so glad that he was able to not just be like, surprise, I'm not, but, like, just absolutely demolish Connor McDavid at his home. Like, he just came into McDavid's house and was like, wait, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> McDavid's the best player in the league. He did say that, though. He did. But, like, his evidence was he has lots of awards. And my evidence is his goals at the Oilers game. (laughs) Also, like, the only reason he won the Richard last year is because Mac was out for eight or ten games. Yeah. Because he was on pace to be above McDavid. Absolutely. I I think Nate McKinnon is a good shot at Rocket Richard this year. That'd be so exciting. He yeah. deserves all the things. I thought Austin Matthews was going to have a good shot at it, but uh, he's yeah, out. see how long he's out. Yeah. That's so, that's really sad to me. I actually... Well, maybe, maybe now Willie will sign a contract. <laughs> I wouldn't get my hopes up. Probably not. I heard he might be going to the the Hurricanes. Interesting. They probably have space for him. I think so. But I also don't trust any trade rumors about Nylander because they've been so all over the place. Like, someone took a screenshot of, like, recent Nylander articles, and it was, like, four articles from the same day, and they all said he was going to a different team. So... Plus, there was the, like, oh, after talking to Kyle Dubas, Nylander wasn't at practice in Sweden, so, like, is he going back to the Leafs? And then there was talk about, you know, is he going to just sign, like, a one-year bridge contract? Who knows what's happening? Is anyone really going to sign him? I, I know it's not late in the season. We've played, like, ten games. I just can't get over how much he wants to get paid. Yeah. And I don't so. think anyone should bring them onto their team paying him as much as he's asking for. Yeah. 
I think the Canes could realistically do it. So, I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's them. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah, what's up with the Canes team sellies, though? I don't know. It's kind of cute, though. I'm into it. I saw the video and I was like, how much time and effort did they put into choreographing this? Yeah, well, I've seen two different ones. I've seen the one where they all just skate full speed and throw themselves into the boards. And then I've seen the one where they start to skate and then they turn around and then they, like, throw themselves on the ice and start, like, throwing their sticks. I don't know. They're icon. That's so cute. They're ridiculous. They're, yeah, that's adorable, even if I don't understand it at all. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm feeling it. I think they're probably just trying to, like, win their fans back. That's fair, because they don't have a lot. I mean, I feel like they do, because I follow a lot of them, but... But, like, you might follow all of them. It's like, entirely possible. Their it's entirely possible. Because I don't think they have... Like, their stadiums are nev- never full, like... I mean, it's not their fault that they somehow ended up in North Carolina. Yeah. Like... How did that get selected as a state to have a hockey team? Yeah. Why did they take Hartford's team away? That's a great question. Bring back the Whalers. For real. I definitely heard rumors this summer that their third jerseys were going to be, like, Whalers jerseys, but I don't think that's real. Yeah. I heard rumors, too, but I don't think that's why. I'm sure they'll bring back the Whalers jerseys for, like, Maybe they'll something. do, like, warm-up jerseys that are yeah. Whalers jerseys or something. I don't know. Hartford just makes more sense to have hockey. It does. I mean, Whatever. yeah. I don't make the choices, clearly, though, so. Um, I, so there was a tweet from Matt Murray. Apparently, the NHL has changed their regulations on goalie equipment, and so now they're required to wear smaller, tighter chest pads, which apparently don't do a great job of absorbing the pucks as well. So now apparently all of the goalies are just bruised as shit from taking pucks to the chest. I, I think they have, like, shorter sleeves, so they're getting a lot of arm injuries, was what I was reading. Because, so they're getting bruises all along their arms because they're saying if they don't take it directly to the chest, like, they don't have anything to, strong enough to absorb it. And so, it's bringing them down. I don't know what drove that change, but it seems like perhaps the NHL did not do its research before they made that choice. I was reading a bunch of quotes from other goalies, and I don't remember who said what, but I know they were discussing it, and they were saying... It's mostly because, like, forwards get angry because they think goalies wear too much padding, and it makes Look, it impossible to score. Dude, uh, the rubber at me at upwards of 90 miles an hour, you better fucking believe I'm going to put as much padding between me and that Correct. And then goalies are like, we don't want to die, so they want padding, and I'm on the goalie side in this case. But I think pretty much all the goalies were like, yeah, these new chest pads suck, but we'll get used to them. Like, they were like, it's not time to, like, sound the alarm and be like, fuck you, NHL, we have to fix this. They were like, we just have to adjust. But that sucks for them. I feel bad for them. 
I just, it, the fact that that was driven by people being upset that they couldn't score mm-hmm. rather than player safety makes me a little skeptical. I that. agree. Like, my, my feelings are equipment regulation should be driven by safety and not, like, goal play. Like, be better. If you feel like the goalie's pads are in your way, like, be better. I entirely agree. I definitely agree with that. Just, like, I feel like the rest of the players don't appreciate because they get hit by pucks occasionally. <laughs> and it's usually, like, in the shin pad. Like, no, you're literally launching pucks at them all day. And also, like, when players do get hit by pucks, like, anywhere else, like, they do get severely injured and they yeah. do have to leave the ice, like, or miss a lot of games, like... Yeah, like, when EJ's foot got shattered. Yes. It's terrifying. Hey, please don't get hurt this season. We need you. Team beats their dad. We do need our dad. We need grandpa. Oh my god. Speaking of dad, I saw a clip of Blake Como awarding the like MVP cowboy hat to some other Dallas Stars player and I wanted to cry. I miss him, but also he's on like their top line and I'm happy I, for I, him. I'm happy for him. And also, like, I don't, I don't know where he would fit in our current lineup. He, I don't either. I don't either. I, I harbor no negative feelings towards him other than that I fucking hate the stars. But yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. It was a clearly he made the right career move. Yeah. Now that he's on their top line, so good work, Blake. We miss you. Unfortunately, he can't be a part of the Avalanche's boss ass scooter gang, though. So. Oh. I- <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Tyson Jost tried to pretend like that was his gang. Everyone did. Patrick Nemeth was like, oh, it was my idea. And Gabe was like, it was definitely my idea. I bought the first scooter. I bought everybody else their scooters. Comfort backed up Gabe, though, so. He did. Official verdict. Two against one and one and one and everyone else. Gabe's gay. I loved uh, Tyson Barry in the video. It was like, well, I wasn't invited, but I heard about it and I want to join. I was like... That's the most Tyson Barry thing It's so cute. So cute. I, the video ends with Nathan McKinnon being like, I'm not going to join that gang. And I was like, live a little, Nate. Because both Cole and Calvert are like, yeah, so the boys have the scooter gang. I want it. It's like, sorry, I'm too cool for you. <laughs> I'm doing cool for scooters. I just Tyson Berry, like, yeah, we're a scooter gang. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> Who are you? I realize he's actually like 20 years old, and so he is actually a child. But oh my god, Tyson Jost is so adorable. Even They're if lovely. he hasn't been playing super great this season. And now he's hurt with some sort of unspecified injury. Yeah, I hate that it's unspecified. I hate it. I just, I'm confused. I don't know when it happened, what happened, like, anything. I'm, um, actually, I lied. It's not undisclosed. They said during the game last night on Altitude that it's a head injury. Seriously? Yes, I'm very sad. Fuck! Kirk is gonna be miserable. He's gonna Mm. come home to two concussed roommates. That poor boy. He's gonna go, like, stay with 
Sandrard or something. Like, he's gonna go hang out somewhere else so he doesn't have to deal with his whiny baby concussed roommates. Yeah. I Concussions are so scary. Like, I feel so bad for both of them. Yeah. So, hopefully they recover quickly with their yeah. small child bodies. Yeah, I think, I mean, you never know with concussions, but I think the last thing I saw about Comfer said he was feeling better, or starting to feel better, so he mm-hmm. might be back soon. Yeah, I heard he was kind of day-to-day for practices right now, so yeah, hopefully he feels better. But in good news, doing pretty well without them. That is true. We are the top scorers in the league. Our players are. Yeah. Miko has. I think someone tied with Miko last night for. It's not real. It's fine. Miko no. is the most points in the league. Nathan McKinnon is number two. Oh, and I think Gabe is number four. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, so points leaders currently Miko Randman with a convincing lead of 21. Nate McKinnon is tied for second with Gino with 18. God damn it. Patrick Kane is number four now. And Gabe's no. Patrick Kane is not a valid member oh, of the NHL, and therefore I refuse to acknowledge that. Oh, Gabe was also in a, Jesus, four-way tie for fit with Austin Matthews, Patrice Bergeron, and McDavid. That's, like, good company, though. <laughs> And, like, yeah. Nate being tied with Gino, like, that's good company. I don't, I don't hate that. I don't either. Gabe is second for goals scored. Patrick Kane is leading that, so he can get fucked. Nate is sixth in goals scored, only because there is a one, two, three, three-way tie. No, four-way tie for second place, which is Gabe, Matthews, Pasta, and Philip Forsberg. Also wow. good um, company. Both Gabe and Nate have more goals than Ovechkin, so that's cool. Get booked. Yeah. And let's see. Assists. Nico is just killing it. He's in first. And then... He's turned yeah. into quite the playmaker this season. Like, yeah. I've been just so impressed with Miko Rantanen. Not that everyone's not impressed with Miko Rantanen right now. Anyone who's paying attention is like, damn. Um, Look but one kid. good thing Matt Duchesne has ever done with his life, besides leave our team, is he did give us a great quote about how good Nico is right now. Good. Good for him. They're good, Duchesne said. They're all coming into their own. I look at a guy like Nico and the steps he's taken, they're unbelievable. He was outstanding tonight. He made a lot of that stuff happen tonight in particular. They're good. I mean, that's a line you've got to contain. It's the age of super lines right now, and that's one of them. Well, I would argue, as would Gabe, that it isn't just one of the super lines in the league. It is the super line. And when Lauren Gardner asked Gabe during his first star interview on the ice, she was like, it's okay, you can humble brag, are you the best line in the league? And Gabe just says, yeah, we are, and just skates right off the ice. Just leaves. (laughs) He's still my heart. When also will your fave ever. ever? Icon. 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 Also, hey, 
our top line is leading the league in plus minus. Yeah, no, we, I, at the current moment, we have the undisputed best line of the league. Yeah. As our top line. We're literally at the top of everything. Okay, except not power play goals, shorthand goals. But, like, everything else. We're pretty much killing it. Yeah. I'm so proud of them. Except face-off win percentage. <laughs> that we are not. When will we ever learn? No, no. <sighs> Why are we so bad at face-offs? You know, Sidney Crosby used to be bad at face-offs, and then he worked really hard at it, and I'm really disappointed that Nathan yeah, hasn't we, followed in those footsteps. One of our guys cracked the top 25. Because he's real um, bad. That's fine. He's actually, I think he's one of the better members of the team at winning face-offs right now. Which Add is Ryan O'Reilly come back to us. More of a dig at the team than Nate. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. He's second in face-off percentage. Although Ryan O'Reilly also, like, crashed his truck into a Tim Hortons while intoxicated. Yeah. Yeah. We don't actually want it back. If we could, like, <laughs> give his face-off skills to us, that would be cool. Yeah. I just... In other iconic game moments, he scores the game-winning goal, which I'm pretty sure, at least as of that game... He's the lead in game-winning goals. Yeah. That's a real... He's the lead in game-winning goals, and he scores the game-winning goal, goes to Selly. Falls. Just falls flat on the ice. Gets right back up. One leg, and I think his toe caught in, like, a crack in the board or something. He just went down. And just got right back up, kept smiling. Team comes to hug him. Iconic. Not gonna lie, I was kind of hoping when I saw that, that he was going to bring back Landeskogging. Do you remember that? When he just, like, slid on his belly with his feet up? Oh, I forgot about he that. Tebo era because he said something about how he thought Tebowing was stupid, and then he did that, and they like sold shirts of it. Oh my god, that was a time. That was such a time. Oh. So I was kind of hoping that was going to come back, but instead he just popped up, and everyone was excited. I didn't see, but apparently someone cut to Tyson Berry's face and just watched him, like, shake his head and be like, oh my god, Gabriel, what's wrong with you? I love Tyson Berry. They asked him, they were like, so, Lauren Gardner, I think, asked him in the locker room, they were like, how did you, like, they have the top line of the league, Gabe even said so, and Tyson was like, tooting his own horn? Like, it, I was like, I love Tyson Berry. <laughs> in true Tyson Berry fashion and just had like a 45 second answer gushing about the top line. I mean, what's not to love? It's got both of his boyfriends, Gabe <laughs> and Nate. True. <laughs> and also, they asked him about Gabe tripping during that Sally. He's like, Gabe has a flair for the dramatic. <laughs> he does. I love it. I love this team. They're such a mess and they're great though. Like, it's a good mess. The only right. bad thing Gabe Landeskog has ever done is as a child root for the Blackhawks. Oh. Offensive. Okay. 
And for the record, the reason it's offensive that you was for the Blackhawks is because uh, their logo is racist and unforgivable. Now, you know, official stance of the trash cast is racist logos are bad. <laughs> this should not be a, uh, a surprising proclamation. Yeah. But, you know, given that... I guess there isn't one in the NBA, but the other big three sports all have racist logos. And or team names. And or I mean, the Blackhawks have it easy because they could literally just change their mascot to a bird and call it a yeah. day. Also, of the three, they have the least wildly offensive name. So, like, I guess points for that. Yeah, they aren't just literally the Indians or just a straight up slur. Yeah. Like, do better America? Like, yeah, <laughs> seriously. I'm exhausted. In things that the NHL doesn't actually need to do better in, Wilson's, ar- or Wilson's, yeah, I guess, arbitration. No, it wasn't an arbitration. He hasn't gone to arbitration yet. But Batman did not reduce his sentence. So maybe he's slowly regaining or growing a soul. I wouldn't get my hopes up, but I so will I'm say. I'm optimistic, but... Oh. I've seen a lot of backlash to this because people are like, I can't believe they didn't lower Wilson's suspension but lowered Austin Watson's, and I would just like to clarify that, like, as pissed as I am about that... Different situations are happening. Batman did not lower that suspension. Like, Batman was very on board with keeping yeah, Austin Watson's like suspension as long as it was. Batman has ever done is released the statement being like, yeah. He the NHL are very upset that his suspension was reduced, but per the NHLPA collective bargaining agreement, we had to let this go to arbitration and we have to follow the arbitrators. Although I will say whoever it was that hired the arbitrator that the MLB just fired, I disagree with that decision, and that might be why we're getting such terrible... Arbitration also, agreements. Like, the MLB is not known for, like, making good choices. No. So I feel like if they decided that dude wasn't good at his job, everyone should have been like, okay, maybe we don't hire this dude. Yeah. I can't... I don't understand. Hopefully Wilson gets a different arbitrator. And his suspension is not reduced. We shall see. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it should be shortened. And I don't know what the argument for shortening it would be, to be honest. I don't think there is one. Like, he's a repeat offender. He's been suspended, like, four or five times Mm -hmm. in the last two seasons. He was suspended 16 games before he got suspended again. Yeah. Like, do better. Also, if they hadn't made it out of that round of playoffs, like, he would have played zero games before he got suspended again. Correct. Like, he would have come out of suspension into suspension. He would have had half a game. He's, I, so over his bullshit. I don't know what the Capitals see in him. They do fine without him. He's not a bad player when he's not being a fucking goon. 
Yeah. Like, have they checked? Is he actually? He doesn't fight, so he's probably not wrapping his wrists with foil. He just, you know, puts his stick in people's faces. He hits better. people's heads. Do better. Yeah, I just and like just like the tacit support he gets from the caps with his like eight year. Eleven gazillion dollar contract they just gave him, which is absurd. He's not that good. He's not. He's not that good. He. I don't know why people continue to support him through the terrible things he does. Like I would. It'd be one thing if people were like, "Yeah, he's a dirty player. I still like him. He's good in other areas." I'd be like, "Okay, that's a legitimate." feeling to have towards a player, I get it. Like, there are some players I like who are arguably dirty players. Looking at you, PKC band. <laughs> but, at least, like, the thing that gets me is, like, a lot of people on the Capitals and a lot of Capitals fans are like, he, it's so unfair, like, he's not, he doesn't deserve these penal these, uh, suspensions that he's getting. Free Willy, like, that pisses me off, because I'm like... Yeah, like, own up to your mistakes. Yeah, don't don't give me that, but, like, he didn't mean to be bad. He meant he did. to be bad. All of those times he's been suspended, he could have pulled those hits, or he could have, you know, directed them differently to not just obliterate people, but he doesn't. Yeah, obligatory moment to wish uh, Zach Austin Reese well. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's recovering. Since he was only able to eat solid food, like, what, like a month or two ago? Yeah. Yeah, I think he could eat real food before the preseason started, but, like... Just barely. That poor kid. He's so young. How do you survive training as a professional athlete when you can't eat food? I don't know. Sidney Crosby did it. He, like, had jaw surgery because he broke his jaw during a game. And, like, couldn't eat solid food and didn't lose any weight. And everyone was like, how the fuck? I think... But he's also not human, so that's not fair to compare to. uh, I think it was an interview with Zach Asnerys. Like, they, they, like, went to Chipotle and interviewed him to be like, how's eating real food? And I think he said, yeah, I talked to Crosby of, like... One of his go-to meals was, like, a cheeseburger and a blender or something. That's... I'm literally throwing up right now. <laughs> That's so gross, but also... Ugh. I mean, your other option is living on, like, protein shakes. Which would be terrible. So which, as a vegetarian, I do anyway. But... <laughs> I am willing to drink a hamburger milkshake just... Oh, that's so gross. something other than... Now I just have this image of, like, Sidney Crosby, like, angrily putting a cheeseburger in a blender because he's so angry he can't eat. Cheese and ribs in a blender. That's what it was. No, but, like, now I just vividly picture Sid being like, I miss these foods and, like, grabbing them before they, like, expire in his house and just, like, putting them into a blender and being like, I'm gonna drink this. (laughs) 
I mean, I've never had jaw surgery. I don't know what it's like to suffer through not being able to eat. I haven't. My dad did. And I do remember he, like, it was it was not even, like, a long amount of time that he couldn't eat solid food. It was, like, a short period of time, and he was just miserable. Like, he was so sad. Like, the closest thing to solid food he could eat was, like, ice cream. Like, I just remember, like, my dad is, like, very not an emotional person. Like, I've seen him cry maybe, like, three times. And when he was like, can I please eat a sandwich? And the doctor had to, like, check to make sure that he could eat a sandwich. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Like, so, like, I get it. Like, that would be pretty miserable. I know Zach Austin Reese, like, he didn't really have to train that much. I mean, he had to make it through the offseason, but, like, that was the end of his season. Yeah. Like, and he knew that as soon as he got injured. So, <laughs> he was like, I really, I'm eating a lot of ice cream, so that's good. I was like, that's so brutal, though. As someone who has tried ice cream for breakfast, it's disgusting. I don't actually want to break my job, but if it means I can eat nothing but ice cream. <laughs> don't eat nothing but ice cream. My... I just remember, like, the first time I ever stayed on a college campus. Ironically, it was actually the school I ended up going to. Um, but my friends and I were like, oh, they have ice cream in the dining hall. We're going to eat ice cream for every meal, with every meal, one day. So we had ice cream for breakfast, and all of us got sick. All of us. We were all like, that was a terrible choice. I can't believe we did that. <laughs> so gross. Like, soft serve ice cream is great as a treat, but... uh I mean, I would get sick of it, too. My favorite food is pasta, so I'd be so sad, because you can't blend pasta. But then again, I'd also think you couldn't blend any form of meat, and yet here we are, discussing blender cheeseburgers. So gross. So out right now. Yeah, Okay. All right. I feel like, I mean, we have an obvious answer to this, but I feel like it needs to be hashed out. I was talking with one of my friends about hockey, and just, like, out of no, this is, like, totally not even relevant to the conversation. He just goes, you know what? I wish Zach Parisi played for a better team, because, like, then I could root for him, because he's the hottest player in the NHL. Give me a hot sec. I'm going to pull up a photo of Zach Parisi. <laughs> My first problem was I couldn't think of what he looked like, so in my head I was picturing um, Zach Wierenski, who is definitely not the hottest player in the NHL. Yeah, that's who I'm picturing, too. Like, I'm like, I want to make sure I'm thinking of the right person. He plays for the Wild. He's, like, a generic blonde dude. I mean, I'm familiar with his, like, style of play. I just don't know what he looks like outside of a hockey yeah. uniform. He oh. Looks, like, he's not unattractive, but he... Is just like he Have you ever hockey. seen Gabriel Landeskog or Matt Barzell or Jonathan Bernier? Jo oh, Jonathan Bernier is, is gorgeous. Like, Bernier is just really beautiful. And so I feel like you could make an argument that there are people who are hotter than he is, but no one is more beautiful than he is. Correct. Barzal might be the second prettiest. Yeah, Barzal's a good combo of, like, hot and pretty. Correct. Gabe Landeskog is also a perfect combination of hot and pretty. Like, 50-50 split. Yeah. I'm very biased. I think he's, like, 
one of, if not the most beautiful, like, best-looking people on the planet, but... Yeah. Also, like, definitely overhyped, but Tyler Segrid is, like, also very pretty. I don't it, it, find him attractive. He, in a way, makes me want to punch him in the face every yeah. time I see him, but he is objectively attractive. I mean, I see what people see in him, like, I get it. I don't find him attractive. His dog's costumes for Halloween were really cute. I'll give him that. His dogs are his best feature. He's got a great bod. I I did appreciate his ESPN body issue. Yeah, those were good. I love the ESPN body issue. I just think it's cool. My favorite. I definitely impulse bought the, I think it's probably 2016 one that may or may not have had, no, it has soccer player on the cover. Mm. But it might have been the issue that Hillary Knight was in. Oh. I was at the airport and I saw it and I was like, great, I need that, thank you. Yeah, I just love it because it's like, yeah, they're naked, but it's not like an objectifying kind of nude. Yeah, it's very, like, it's very much like, look at how crazy athletes' bodies are. Yeah. And the I love it. I have has Allie Reisman in it, the gymnast. Holy mm. shit. Yeah. Like, how I Yeah. I, I love them. I think those photos are so well done. Yeah. At ESPN, please put an Avalanche player in your next issue. You just, <laughs> I think I don't know who from the Avalanche they would get to agree to do it. Like, I'm not surprised that the only person from the NHL I can think of that's done it is Tyler Sagan, because, like, that makes sense. Um, Brent Burns and Joe Thornton were in it, I think. That makes sense, because they're from Northern California, and having just been there, they're probably used to being naked at random times. Probably, yes. But, yeah, and they're both definitely hippies. Like, yeah. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> For real. But yeah, I don't know who from the Avalanche would do it. I'd be thrilled if they did, but... I feel like Aaron Johnson would do it. Maybe. But I don't think anyone would ever ask him. Because he's not high-profile enough. Yeah. But I feel like he would do it just, like, as a joke, basically. Yeah. I can't see anyone, like... He would make them come out to, like, his ranch and do the pictures with the horses or something. He'd be like, I know I'm a hockey player, but the horses have to be there. Just stage a uh, production of Equus with Eric Johnson. <laughs> That. I, would, I go. would go. I would totally go. I would go. I am sure he's a terrible actor, but it would be such a good time. I'd be. Such a weird show that, like. Yeah, I have seen Equus, and it's not good. I mean, I don't know. It's not good. I just I didn't like it. It's I haven't seen it, but we read it. It's a weird play. I don't even remember what English class that was that someone thought that was a good idea, but. Might have been my AP Lit class. That would be the only class I could think of that would allow that. Yeah. It's a. It's not like poorly written at all. Like it's a good play. It's just not something that I particularly enjoy. Yeah. It's not like a favorite play of mine. Yeah. It definitely. It came to the DCPA. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was Warhorse. Getting my horse-related theater. War Horses. Uh, I've also seen War Horse. I saw it on Broadway. That's uh, also an interesting show. I don't think horse-related, like, horse-centric shows are really... <laughs> Your thing. My thing. Yeah. 
not super big on I'm not a horse girl. Sorry, EJ. But I'd see either of those shows if EJ was a part of it. I, I, let's be real. I would see any... I would walk Annie if one of the boys was in it. I'm like, Annie is physically painful to sit through. I love Annie. <laughs> I never said I had good taste. I love Annie. Um... Quick cast Annie with the Avalanche players. I can't even. I'm um, blanking. Tyson Jost is obviously Annie. Correct. Who's Miss Hannigan? Um, wait, can we drag Patrick Waugh back into this? Correct, yes. <laughs> Patrick Waugh is Miss Hannigan. I approve. Daddy Warbucks, though. Cronky, duh. Oh, yeah, fair. <laughs> I guess we aren't casting Avs players. We're casting. <laughs> We're just casting. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, we can get their... Who are the, the like, fake parents? I don't know. I haven't seen Annie as long it's been, Yeah, I it's been too long since I've seen Annie. I'm also pretty sure last time I saw it, it was a production of Annie Jr., which just, like... Oh, that's brutal. It's not good. That's really my reason for not liking Annie, is most of the times I've seen it, it's been youth productions. Unrelated. My friends... My f- friend is a teacher at a, a private school that goes, like, elementary through high school. And the high school is doing Mamma Mia. So we're going to go. Yes. This <laughs> is going to be terrible. I'm so excited. The abs is Mamma Mia. Obviously, Gabe is Donna. Who else? Who else? Sophie is... Who is Gabe's son? Like, this is... This is... Miko Rantanen's Gabe's son. It's the only option. Yeah. That's his child. It was Sophie. Who were the dad candidates? I don't remember the dad's names in Mamma Mia because it's been Um, so long since I've seen it. Bill and Bill is the Swede. Harry and oh god. Who's the other one? The gay one is Tyson Berry. Yes, obviously. So that's Harry. Okay. That's decided. Ah, I don't remember the third dad's name. So there's Bill, the sweet, obviously. Sam. Sam. Here's Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah, so who's Truce Brosnan? Because that has to be who Gabe ultimately ends up getting together with. Oh, I'm stressed. I don't know. I don't know who to cast. Maybe we'll also, have to... Who is, who is Nico's not actually husband going to be? Beyonce. Who are Rosie and Tanya? Also important. <sighs> I feel like Rosie and Tanya have to be Nico and Nate. But, like, that means Nico can't be... <laughs> That's maybe, true. Maybe Sam. Maybe Sam Gerard is Sophie. Yes! Genius. Sam Gerard is Sophie. Recast. Perfect. EJ has to be one of the dads now. EJ is Sam. Yes, EJ is Sam. Harry Tyson is still Tyson Berry. Harry. Bill. Hmm. It could be Nemo. Nemo's another dad type. Yeah. Soderbergh. 
Yes. Perfect. Nailed it. Perfect. God, I love soda. We've nailed it. We've but cast. We still need Sam's fiance. Who who is Sky? Oh no. Um. Zadora. Yes. Z's enough of a dork that, like, if the they were like, we're gonna do a musical, he'd be like, I'm not gonna do that. And then they'd peer pressure him into it, and he'd be like, okay. He'd be so into it. I don't think Nate would do it, but, like... Yeah, but Nate has an acting career, so he might. If they gave him an IMDb credit, he'd probably sign up for it. Yes. Um, also... Tyson Jost is the, like, random bartender who hits on Tanya the entire time and gets, um, does your mama know, or does your mother know, sung at him, being like, you're a child, please go home. Good. That is such a banger. I love that song. I love that song so much. Not that, like, mama, like, any song by ABBA has ever not been an absolute bop, but, like... It's so, like everything they've ever done. It's so good. Perfect band. Love Abba to death. Alright, let's, uh, I think we covered our list. Now that we wild detour to theater, <laughs> let's talk about some hockey games. Let's see some sports. Alright, so we had. We have the Lightning, the Senators, and the Wild. Those were our three games since last podcast. The Lightning game? Like, it's sad that we didn't win, but I was honestly so impressed with our play that I can't be really upset about it. Like, it sucks that, like, Gabe's goal wasn't counted. Ugh. Tyson Jost, do better. Yeah. That game was kind of brutal on Tyson Jost. Yeah. Sorry, Tyson. We love you, but, like be better yeah but yeah i was honestly like so stoked about the fact that we were able to like look competitive against the team that i would argue is the best team in the league like yeah like we hung with them that was good and the coach said during like a game interview they were like so how because like the lightning didn't play well the first period at all and they were like and the coach said, yeah, I went in the locker room and asked him what was giving him trouble, and they were like, this team is so fast. And I was like, that's my boys! Yeah, no, like, everything about, from both teams was like, yeah, that was a really good game. Like, that was a fun game to play. Just the level of hockey that was being played. Which is interesting because fucking Arizona beat them last night? I have no comment on that. I don't know how to react to that at all. Yeah. No, but that was a good game. Also, shout out to the NBCSN commentators who loved us. Like, that was everything. The one who was like, yeah, I could definitely see a Tampa Bay Avalanche Stanley Cup final. Like, I died. I did. That was everything I never knew I needed. Holy fuck! Arizona beat Tampa Bay 7-1. That makes no sense. I don't understand. What, 
they, what was their, what has their schedule been? What is happening? Because that doesn't make any sense. Like, Arizona is not good at hockey. They beat the Pens by, like, a lot. Not, like, by a lot. They, But they did beat the Pens. That's so weird. Okay, Who, anyway. I don't know. That's bizarre. I don't understand. But, yes, the Tampa Bay game was great, even though we lost. Like, that that was a loss I was okay with taking. So was I. And I feel like the that team... Was well and the the team and Bednar were both like, you know, like, I'm taking positives away from this game. Like, it's still early in the season, and we played really well. So Marco Dino got in a fight. He I did. I saw a video of the fight. It was great. I didn't realize he was as big as he is. I didn't either. He looks small, but he's 6'2 and, like, 240 or something. Yeah. Like, big boy. And it showed in that fight. It really did. Well, Gord's small, so... I didn't... Like, for some reason, Gord in my head was huge, but... Yeah, my my brain's concept of their size was very (laughs) different from reality. Then they played the Senators, which we did vaguely talk about, but... um, The game now, instead of just shitting on that new game. The Avalanche made such an impressive comeback with that game, though. I will admit, so I was out, so I wasn't watching, but I was getting updates, and I may or may not have gone on, like, a ten-minute semi-intoxicated rant about how Matthew Shane was garbage, and I couldn't believe that we let him score twice, and all of my friends were like, I don't know what you're talking about, we don't follow hockey. What yeah, that sounds like a my Friday night as well. Um, I also- Shout out to one of my friends who I was like, God damn it, we're down by two. He goes, so would you say the Avalanche game is going downhill? I was like, shut up. You can but then it picked up and it was fine. Yeah. I mean, the fact that every member of our top line scored. Yeah. I think we had nine different people with points in that game. Correct. Also, Sammy G got his first goal of the season. Our first defense goal, too. Which is ridiculous. Tyson Berry has had a bunch of assists, and I think EJ has had a couple assists. It's not. I don't think it's that our defense has been irrelevant. I think our defense has actually been playing better this year than in the past. Oh, it's just it's interesting so that we hadn't had any goals from defense. But, I mean, they've all been taking shots. Oh, yeah. Good shots for basically all of them, so. Yeah, I was... Very impressed with the comeback on that game, and I'm so happy we won because I would have died if we had. Sure it's because EJ dragged them into the locker room after the first period. Was like, look, y'all motherfuckers need to shut Matthew Shane and his bullshit team down right now. <laughs> and they did, and I'm glad. And now Matt wants to come back because he sees his ex is doing really well without him, and we don't need him anymore. Like, where would we even put him? He wouldn't be on the top line, so he wouldn't be happy. I don't even know if he'd be on our second line. I don't think so either. Second and third lines right now. So, like, we could probably float him in around there, but I don't know where we'd put him. I don't either. He would never be happy as a second line center. And that's the only place he would be. That's the highest place he could possibly have. Yeah. And we have, like, our entire... 
offensive roster is centers. So, like, uh, we're already playing half of our centers as wings, so... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The wild game, I was less impressed with. I think we were just tired. Yeah. It's still disappointing because it's the wild. And then they had to immediately fly, like, in the middle of the night. Yeah. And we pulled our goalie too soon. Yeah. We get a goal right there at the end, though. So, like, we only lost by one, which is... Something, I guess. But it's still disappointing. I'm just, I'm so frustrated that Grubauer always gets the games where the rest of the team doesn't play well. Yeah. Because it, it tanks his stats. Yeah. play him. Yeah, I mean, I think they made the right choice to play Grub and not Varley because, I mean, they had to have one play each game because th- yeah. they were going to be exhausted. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason to play your goalie back-to-back like that. If you've got two goalies who Yeah. So, I don't know. We shall see. I can't even take positives away from that because I'm just so sad that we lost to the Wild. Because, like... I can't. I can't. That was... That's, like, the team that we gotta beat, you know? Yeah. Whatever. I'm sure we play them again in, like, two weeks. Yeah, because we play them, like, a billion times every year. Yeah. Next week, we've only got two games. We've got Calgary on Thursday and Vancouver on Friday. So, I mean, hopefully we beat the Flames this time, because that was a hard-fought loss. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Um, I feel like we're going to beat Vancouver. We're better than the Canucks, but the Canucks have also been pulling some surprise wins. Like, yeah. they beat the also, Pens the first time they played them. That, and I don't know Yeah. Yeah. Road games. We'll see. Because it really just depends on which Appalachian come out. Because we really do have, we, we, you know, we have the team who played in Tampa Bay. We have the team who played the second two periods against Ottawa. And then we have the team who showed up in Minnesota. Yeah. If the, if we show up at us our best, I think we could beat, I think we could beat the Flames. And I think we'll definitely beat the Canucks. But. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Vancouver, I think, has a chance against us because they got Peterson back. Yeah. Even I'm if they Peterson did get shut out last night. Yeah. I'm glad Peterson's not, like, permanently broken. Me too. Was ridiculous. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Poor, poor kid. Well, thanks for listening to us shit on Matt Duchesne for... A very long time. Just the hate cast, Matthew Shane, Connor McDavid. It has become the hate cast. There's a lot of hate this week. Yeah. Hate for everyone but the Avalanche. Never hate our boys. Never hate our boys. Well, come back next week to hear us talk about some Canadian teams. Yeah, our mini Canadian Ooh. Maybe Nylander will sign a contract with someone. Who knows? We shall see. Maybe he'll sign with the Canucks. Wouldn't that be wild? Like, they've got to have cap space now with uh, both mm-hmm. the Sydney's gone, right? No team. Yeah, I would imagine so.
We'll find out next week.